I'm Ben Jackson, and this is the Parent and People Coach Podcast. One of the things that I've been struggling with recently has been the increased aggression my boys have been displaying toward each other. Um, Though maybe aggression sounds harsh, it's more that they are getting hurt more than before. It's something that isn't every day, and sometimes they can actually play together in the same space, but it does happen, and happens enough to be something that needs some attention from me. Like I'm still working my way through how to restore or keep some sort of harmony in place. And the struggle is managing this relationship. This relationship is tricky because there's four years difference between the two of them. My youngest being nearly nine and my eldest is 13. As you can probably quickly imagine, my youngest idolizes his brother. I've explained this uh, to his brother in the hope of helping him understand and also breathe some patience into him. However, it's been challenging for him to recognize this, especially when they are fighting. This, the fighting begins when they are playing together or when one's playing one thing and the other wants to join in. A, a simple example is Lego. My eldest is passionate, as a lot of boys and all children are, about having uh, playing Lego. And he particularly likes to have his own space, to be creative, likes kind of a bit of um, a cut-off area for him to enjoy and create and come up with his creations. And naturally, this is where his brother wants to be involved. It's that moment of being kind of cut off from something you what you desired a bit more than you did previously and it's true in this case um he wants his brother's attention he just wants to do what he's doing get involved um i'm probably bringing this to some people's attention for the first time or i'm simply giving you guys a gentle reminder Uh, my youngest will accept any connection he can achieve at any cost he will accept any quality of connection he can get which basically means this is all for him negative attention so he'll take whatever he can get from his brother without kind of um, questioning it, even if it's that he's being hurt. There's, there's a part of him that overrides the pain because he's creating and establishing that relationship. And that means more to him than anything else. So the negative attention is when my uh, eldest is kind of even telling his brother off or shouting at him or on the occasion of pushing him away. And this does stem from the reason that... Um, because of negative attention, my youngest has kind of gone in there and broken some Lego pieces. So there is this, there's some foundation in the frustration that doesn't justify to you know hurting someone or pushing them around or shouting and so on. I mean, it's it's you know there is a reason behind this happening because the general interference has caused this frustration and this build up um, of you know not the healthiest relationship they have. Uh, it's something I'm still struggling to try and navigate with them. I do try and, so before, talk to my eldest about this type of negative tension, trying to give him some sort of explanation, but it doesn't really appease him. Um, that kind of pragmatic approach has little success because he's still operating on that purely emotional level of hurt or anger or upset and whatever it may be. The struggles are to try and communicate to both of them how to behave together or at least in a more healthy way um i try to explain to my eldest what his brother's trying to do trying to give him some sort of insight into it so he can maybe find alternative ways of doing it um, but my son is at an age where i think he still very much wants to have things his way has his kind of cut off time wants it away from his brother and obviously from his sister as well so it's very precious to him and I, he's yet to kind of really fully understand that maybe there's ways to um or some other solutions available that he could try out. 
gratefully, however, they have found a mutual interest with online games, and it's been wonderful watching them collaborate and play nicely. Broadly, that's how they play nicely. And for the majority of the time, they do team up and work together and communicate better. And seeing them achieve this shows a potential, shows that they aren't always fighting. And obviously there's the appropriate security set around the online games, but it's been great seeing them um, talk to each other and and have these memories of positive play, if you like. That's a, that's a phrase I can use. Um, and taking that, this potential, seeing that they can play together nicely, and make the effort to then kind of cultivate it. But to cultivate it, I do it maybe, ironically, I go about reducing the time they play together rather than necessarily increasing it. What I know with reasonable certainty is that their negative behaviours stem from the repeated times they've behaved badly with each other. My job is to reduce that history and introduce more memories for them of when they are playing nicely. If they are able to remember more of a history between each other, which is they are getting along, it, it hopefully sets the scale in a bit more balance. So they my eldest doesn't always have that knee-jerk reaction. He's going to have some other things in his mind to remember that he, he can talk to his brother in a different way. So I'm trying to increase that experience with each other, which is more positive and um, more healthier. And for me, the kind of the goal is to really just find things like that. So if they're playing together, kind of be it a ball game or cards or even the hot potato of Lego, I kind of keep eyes and ears aware for those subtle triggers and signs that herald the escalation of rough and tumble, going to shouting, hurting and, and, and fights. When I hear those early warning signs, I've stepped in and I get to do something separately for a bit. So I've kind of got to that point where it's going really well and just before it peaks and goes on to the other edge where it gets you know more challenging, more difficult, I intervene and get to do something different. So they don't get to that point. They kind of have the, the good stuff, as it were, and then they can have a time apart from each other. And this, I think, is very important because we can be able to cultivate this kind of memory. It just gives them a bit of a history to um, refer to. Um, and I think it's also worth noting that whilst I'm doing this for them and their benefit, there is a secondary benefit too. Primarily that I too can begin to see that they are playing together well and that my own triggers aren't fired off. I may not be in the moment or I'm involved in the game they're doing, but if I'm in the room or the same space and obviously can hear them within the house, you know, I begin to collaborate in some form. And in, in as much as that um, if I'm not directly involved, my tension and stress increases with the anticipation of things happening as I hear the arguing increase. So you can even understand that whilst I'm not directly involved, I am colla I, 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 the collaboration has begun in some form. All of a sudden, uh, there's, a, there's three people in this kind of uh, dance, if you like, even though I'm on the outside of it. So I get this tension and stress uh, which because I hear the argument increase and then I then which precipitates being the judge and jury to whomsoever laid the deadly blow of heads against doors blood blisters on lips or wax on bare skin so the benefit is an, is is for me as well that um, I my triggers are changing I, I don't kind of kind of get into alert mode when I hear things escalating I can begin to 
recognize that they can find ways to manage their relationship healthier because they'll have more of a history that is positive so they'll find ways to work together the current state of play is that they are increasing their gameplay time and that continues to bring them closer together their communication is improving too not that they're not that they aren't uh, areas to work on but for now i'm seeing improvements and at the very least there is some light at the end of the tunnel and at least for now it's not a lego train Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I really hope you got some value from it and found it at least interesting or something to think about. If you've got any questions or comments or queries, please hit me up on Twitter at Ben Jackson Coach. I would love to hear your thoughts.